0: We got to find out how Cheryl's busy weekend turned out as she was traipsing across the country with a tuba in hand. Uh, we also had a special President's Day edition of Win the Intern's Lunch. Allison surprised me, Chelsea. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm proud of our girl. She did pretty good. And, uh, and maybe it's just me. Why do we clink glasses together and say <laughs> cheers? We have all that coming up right now on the podcast. She traveled her butt off over the weekend. That is what we have up today. And why should we talk to you on Monday? When we talked to Cheryl on Friday... Her son had two college auditions to be in an orchestra, one in Miami, one at USC across the country. Wow. And they had to do that over the course of two days, I believe. Originally, you told us one day, right, Cheryl? But it was actually over two days?
1: Yes, I thought it was one day, but um, USC was actually going to see us on Sunday, so I was able to spend a couple days in Miami, which was amazing, um, so that they didn't have to happen all on the same day. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Um, Yes. Yes. And how did he do? How did he perform? How does he feel? So so Miami was kind of like like it was so like so hyped up, but he was so calm and collected. Like he just kinda like like breezed through it, like nice. Florida style. Like he didn't show any signs of like anxiety or agitation before he went in. Like he was just like, you know, he's holding this instrument which he loves and he knows and he's just like you know great ass so he went in he was totally calm I'm the one that's freaking out but trying to like act calm like I'm trying to like be an actor I'm, like trying to act calm and I'm totally flipping out and like I'm palpitating and my heart's going crazy and um because you know these like if they were to give some sort of you know it's, it's a it's a it's a lot there's just so many benefits, obviously yeah. the financial benefit. But, so okay. was it
0: tough, like, lugging this tuba all over the place, like getting it through <laughs> air the airport and everything? Was that was that a challenge? Oh, my God. This tuba. I mean, when I try to carry
1: it, I mean, it literally, like, it's ridiculous. Like, he does it kind of cool. Like, he's used to it. He can, like, be cool and carry a tuba. I cannot be cool. Near Cuba, like I'm not cool so near
0: Cuba. Well, and then you got to carry it through the airport too. So you guys finish the audition in Miami, then you got to head out to California. How'd you guys like it out there? He loves the West
1: Coast, and uh, I, he he crushed it. Like I know my son. You know, I could yeah. just see, yeah, like I could just see when he came out of the audition. He was kind of like like beaming you know it's awesome. really so nice so cool. like i could just tell like he doesn't he doesn't say much right he's like he doesn't tell me but i you know i'm his mom and i could just see him and i was so proud of him and i was like oh my god like you know all the work all the hours and like he really does he 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 played how he trained and the way he trains is with such heart and such diligence and such commitment and dedication that you know that's what he's used to doing. Like he just brought it, and he brought it uh, in, in California. And um, you know, so now we just like fingers and toes crossed, so, and uh, we see what develops. I guess.
0: Okay, so we're just going to assume, Cheryl, that he gets into one of these schools. Are you going to be cool okay. with him moving so far away? How's that going to feel?
1: Okay. You can tell I'm really not cool with anything. I'm not a calm person. <laughs> I, am like, I am like not cool, but I will be so happy if he's happy. So oh. wherever that is, like whatever he's doing, um, if he's happy, I'm happy.
0: My question is when do you find out?
1: So and I think we find out basically early spring. These are like the callbacks. I think there's a possibility for like another callback. Cheryl,
2: that is so cool, considering that my parents barely drove with me one hour to go to my college. The fact that you're doing this for your son, you sound like a great mom. It sounds like he had two fabulous auditions across the country, so kudos to you guys.
1: Oh, uh, well, thank you so much. Thanks for letting me share all of this. I've oh. kind of been, as you can tell, kind of like bursting with all this stuff. So I appreciate you letting me have an outlet to share this uh, this journey.
0: Absolutely. We love being a part of it. And Cheryl, we're just going to wish you a pre-congratulations, okay? Ooh.
1: Oh, I love that. It's Right? It's already done. It yep. worked out. He's going to college. Yep, exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, Cheryl, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for being on the show. We really appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it. I appreciate you. Have a great rest of
0: your week. All right. We are playing Win the Intern's Lunch. And Chelsea, because this is a special President's Day edition. Yes. We have special music. (laughs) I love that. Which is Hail to the Chief. So we asked our intern, Allison, some questions about presidents. Will she get the answers right or wrong? That's what you have to guess in when the interns lunch, We have Melissa on the phone this morning. Melissa, what are you up to? Oh, just
1: getting ready to go to
0: work. Okay. Another one that has to work on President's Day.
1: Yeah, we're not that
0: lucky. <laughs> right. I didn't even know a lot of people had this day off. I, I'm i gobsmacked that so many people are off today. My kids don't have school, but I do. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Well, are you ready to play Win the Intern's Lunch? Yeah, let's give it a try. Okay, so I recorded these uh, responses with our intern, Allison, who actually showed up to work last week. One day, anyway, out of the three she's supposed to be here. So we recorded this last week. You just had to guess, will she get the answer right or wrong, okay? Okay. All right, so the first quote that I played for Allison last week was this one. Four score and seven years ago. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation. Well, she know the president that gave us that.
1: Oh, gosh. um, I'm going to say
0: yeah. All right. She is a college student after all. (laughs) All Let's see. All right, Allison, are you ready? I am. Name the president who said this. Four score and seven years ago. Our fathers... Brought forth upon this continent, a new nation. Do you know who that is? Now, that was not his actual voice because I don't even think recordings existed. Who did the four really? score and seven years ago speech?
1: Wait, what did you call it?
0: Four score and seven years ago.
1: Four score and seven years ago. <laughs> Could you tell me like what year? I'm definitely still not going to know,
0: but. Um, I would if I knew. I, Chelsea, do you know what about what year that was? Was that seventeen hundreds? Uh, he was the
2: seventeen. He was the sixteenth president, and he was very honest. There you go. Stop, oh, how Abraham about, Lincoln!
0: Oh, yeah. you wanted to say <laughs> honest, Chelsea. You gave it away. Yeah, saying honest gave it away.
2: Uh, Kelly, wasn't that the Gettysburg Address? <laughs> Not the four scored seven years ago. At so, See, you know what? I've heard it
0: called both. I've heard it called both. <laughs> what the <heck? laughs> hey, you, are, you are correct. That is the Gettysburg Address. All right. I'm not the smartest one in the room. That's fine. Uh, but, Melissa, you got the first one. You just got to get two out of three, okay? Okay. The next quote I played her was this one. Fool me once. Shame on, shame on you. Fool
1: me. We can't get fooled again.
0: Will she know which president that is? Mm, I'm
1: gonna
0: say no. All right, let's see what Allison the intern said. Allison, here's the next president. Who's this? Fool me once. George Bush. Shame on you. Let the clip finish. Shame on you. Fool me. We can't get fooled again.
3: (laughs) George Bush. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, which George Bush?
2: The first one.
0: Ah, no. It'd be the second one. The first one was George Herbert Walker Bush. This is just George W. Bush.
2: Okay. (laughs) W. Bush.
0: But we're still going to give it to you, Melissa, because technically she did get it. Okay. Are you ready for the final one? Because you got to get this last one, otherwise you don't get two out of three, okay? Okay. This is the last quote I played for her. Will she know what president this is?
3: I will not make age an
0: issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. (laughs) Will she know what president that is?
1: Okay, I'll, hope,
0: I'll go with yes. All right, Melissa, do you know who that is? It's okay, you don't have to. I was just asking. <laughs> oh,
1: oh um, no, I don't.
0: Oh, okay. Well, let's see if our intern Allison knew. This is for all the marbles and to win her lunch. Last one, Allison. This is one of my favorite moments ever from a presidential debate. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. <laughs> you know who that is? Um, could you give me another year? This would have been in the 80s. Okay. Um, and he was an actor before he was, before he became president. Ronald Reagan? Dang! Really? Very well done. And you Ooh. said you wouldn't know any of these. I didn't think I would at all. Wow. I mean, she did say Reagan, but that's that's <laughs> fine. That's <laughs> his brother. Uh, much like the Gettysburg Address, I've heard it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Melissa, very nicely done today. You were inside of Allison's head, and you won the intern's lunch. All
2: right. Lost out of millions of dollars, and it might be a good thing.
3: If you're talking about it, I got some big news. We're talking about it. Turn it up. Here's what's trending with Chelsea.
2: A $36 million Florida Mega Millions ticket voided after it went unclaimed. The deadline to claim the prize was February 11th, and that was 180 days to go in and be like, I want my money. How would
0: you not know that you just won hundreds of millions of dollars?
2: (laughs) It is Florida. Um, So that that was going down. Uh, The ticket was sold at Publix in Jacksonville. Um, So August 15th is when they're like, hey, here's the winning numbers. Yeah. And then crickets. Oh my god. Six million. So if it was a lump sum payout, I think that was roughly around 20, 20 million Okay. Right? So it's a nice oh, no chunk of change. no big deal No big deal then. <laughs> so they go on air, the spokesperson they're like, nope, tickets voided. And then I know you're wondering, like, okay, well what happens with all that money? It yeah. doesn't get rolled into the next jackpot. Uh, it actually turned out to be a good thing. Eighty percent of the funds from the unclaimed ticket will now be transferred to a trust fund for education, according to the Florida Lottery. All right, oh yeah.
0: I'd and, like to see receipts on that, though. <laughs> you know, the governor is like, I just, I just got this Bentley. I
2: it has nothing to
0: do with the lottery.
2: Get educated. And some sad news for our beloved Kid Rock. He's mourning the death of his father, William Ritchie Sr. He passed away on. Friday, February 15th, and he wrote that he moved on to be with Jesus. Rock said he was an incredible father, a great grandfather, a great great grandfather, and so much more. None being shy, quite the character. Lots of, um, he thanks everybody for the condolences in advance. God bless you. I love you, Pop. Turned out that his dad um, owned several car dealerships just right outside of Detroit. Nice. Yeah. So, Kid Rock admitted, I had a pretty comfortable upbringing, and I really love my dad, so rest in peace to William Ritchie Sr.
0: Life well lived. The Kelly Jordan Show. I pepper sprayed a kid. That's what we have up today And Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the Law Offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. And this is an email we got from a listener who lives in an in a apartment complex. She said she was coming home the other night, and some kids jumped out and scared her, and she ended up pepper spraying them. Now, she emails and says, one of the kids got pepper spray in his eyes. The mom of this kid is saying that our emailer should have to pay for the medical costs of them taking him to the doctor to get his eyes checked out. She's refusing, saying that she didn't know what it was. She thought she was being attacked, so she pepper sprayed, and this is all the kid's fault. She's wondering, should she get a lawyer?
3: Uh, the, the, the question is, is, is the mom going to do anything more? Um, uh, the big issue would be, is there any long-term effect on the kid? a long-term effect on the kid then they may do something more if there isn't a long-term effect and it was just one visit then the question is is what was that um it may be something that her homeowners would cover so she could turn it over to her homeowners if she turns it over to her homeowners and it is covered then they'll take care of the lawyer and they they'll take care of dealing with it okay well this is an apartment so i guess renter's insurance then so if you have coverage like that, you, you might be covered for that. Sometimes people forget about coverages that they potentially have. But if she's got, if she doesn't have coverage, then she can kind of wait and see what happens. And sometimes you can work something out. Sometimes it'll lead to other things, but big thing will be if there's a long-term effect on it. Right. But she's got a pr- relatively good argument that look, these I'm walking along at night and I got scared by these kids and I did what I did. you know. Um, If that was one of my kids, though, there's no way I would go back to
0: that woman and be like, hey, my son got hurt while he was trying to scare you. I'd be like, you should have hurt him worse.
3: Like, have you ever been pepper sprayed, Mike? I have been near pepper spray. I saw the Bishop of uh, Rhode Island get pepper sprayed once um, during a parade. They they pepper sprayed, and he was like in the group right behind it, and they all got pepper sprayed all together. Chelsea, have you ever been pepper sprayed before? Yes. What what happened?
2: It was awful. Well, it was during one of our trainings. <laughs> we do self-defense trainings. Okay. And I just wanted to know, is this even effective? Oh, like, man. Like, what is this? I know, I'm an idiot. Plus, I have contacts in. Did they hit you
0: right in the face They're with it?
2: Right there, right oh. there. Oh. Um, And I dropped, and it it goes into your sinuses, it permeates everything, the burning sensation is awful, and I want to say I was disabled, that's the technical term, (laughs) for for like a good hour. I believe it. And I was messed up for the next like three days.
0: They said you should should wipe your face off with milk, (laughs) like you should dump milk right on your face.
2: I like stumbled into the bathroom, just like shoved my head into the water, and just let that run for like 20 minutes.
0: I've been in the club, like I've been in the nightclub when someone got pepper spray, and it's... It affects a huge area, which is crazy. It's not just the person getting pepper sprayed. It affects everybody within breathing distance. But to me, you got kids here who are acting like idiots. They got what they deserved, and this should be dropped immediately. Uh, yeah. All right, well, I think we got to the bottom of this one, and we'll do it again next week as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the Law Offices of Bradshaw and Bryant for Better Call Bryant.
3: It's time now for the Small Town Salute.
0: We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Appleton, Minnesota, population 1,400. And the Appleton Aquatic Center is looking for a manager for this summer. The job is 30 hours a week, and you work June to August. If you're interested, they are now accepting applications. I'm sure Mayor Justin Cope would love to welcome you to the team. And that's why Appleton, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute.
3: That was your small town salute on the Kelly Jordan show. You got
0: to be careful what you name your website. So back in 2005, these are the early days of the internet, a guy named Bob Eens came up with rentahitman.com. Oh. Now well, rentahitman was to get your website more hits. Like he was like and this is the early days, too. This is two thousand five. So a hundred percent. So okay. he makes this website called rentahitman.com, dot com. And in the first couple of years, in the first three years that this thing was open for business, what could go wrong? He received three hundred messages of people requesting the service of a contract killer, i.e. Hitmen! Oh my gosh. He was like, all right, well, this is taking away from the real business, the real reason why I started this yeah. website, because no one's coming here to get me to, to increase their SEO.
2: Are people that
0: dumb? Even dumber, Chelsea. Listen on, will you? Let's let's proceed. <laughs> so he decides, like, he's like, well, because he contacted law enforcement then. He said, hey, I started this website. I got 300 people looking for contract killers. <laughs> <laughs> then he posts, a, he posts, like, so he decides to not run that website anymore for his business, but he decides, it to, out, yeah. he decides to keep the domain name and keep it open and makes it a satirical website then. <gasps> so he posts all these, like, jokes and fake testimonials on there, and he received 500 requests over the course of three years, the next three years, for contract killers to date. Well, this is actually, yeah, so in 2022, he had said that he had received almost 1,000 inquiries for people wanting a contract killer. Oh, my god! Even worse, he posted a fake help wanted thing on the website, and he had 10 applicants (laughs) who said that they would love to be contract killers. Now, he has turned all this into the police, and some people have been arrested because of this.
2: But could they be charged with a crime if they didn't go through with it? I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Right.
0: But I don't... When does it become conspiracy to commit murder? Like, when... We should have asked Mike Bryant when he was in here earlier.
2: I think we should pitch it to him. And I'm wondering, did they attach a resume? That's where I think they could
0: be... What are your qualifications? (laughs) I can kill a deer at I 100 have, yards.
2: I have experience.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Up there with a bow and arrow trying to be a hitman. They're
2: all Italian.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable, though.
2: That's nuts.
0: So, yeah, when he started the web, so now he still runs a SEO company where he can help increase the hits on your website. Uh-huh. But rent a hitman. If, so if you were thinking about contacting a hitman, do not go to rent a hitman. Cause yeah. you ain't gonna get one. You're you gonna know. end up with the police knocking at your door asking what's going on. Clear
2: history. Clear history. Oh my
0: gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> the best is he turns it into a satirical website, and it ups the amount of people looking for a hitman. Five stars. I'm guessing one, it. One star he missed. <laughs> if you're looking, if you're looking for a hitman though, would you go? You got you got to go to the dark web. Google it www ain't your place. The dark web. Unbelievable, man! I saw that story and it made me laugh so hard. I was like, "Golly, people are." I'm stupid. too
2: innocent for all that, Kelly. Right.
0: <laughs> sure. That's exactly what a guilty person would say. Do you have a friend that has kind of a barroom trick that they can do? Well, Chris Young certainly does with a friend of his. Here's what he was talking about: one of his friends can do in honor of Presidents' Day.
3: I have a friend who can name all of the presidents in order. And uh, we we like tested him on it one year, and he goes, sure enough, rattled them all off in order. I was just like, that is, that is a party trick that is good <laughs> at least once a
0: year for sure. And think about it too, because there's presidents that no one remembers, like no one knows which president Garfield was, right? Right. You don't know where he falls in that lineup.
2: <laughs> I couldn't even name the last seven presidents until
0: I can hear it, though. Boy, I wonder if I could Reagan, George H. W. Bush. Wait a minute, where are you even? Clinton. Starting? I'm I'm trying to do the last seven. Okay. Reagan, George Bush, mm-hmm. Clinton, uh-huh. George W. Bush, yep. Obama, yep. Trump, yep. Biden. Yep. That's seven. Hey, ding ding
2: ding 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 ding.
0: <laughs> I got seven. Fantastic. You could have done that. Yeah, but I. You know what? I used to have a skill somewhat like this that I could name all the books of the Bible. Now I went to a. There's a song. I well, I didn't know the song. I just oh, did it raw. I'm sorry. I just did it straight. <laughs> no beat. No nothing. I freestyled it. Let's go. All right, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first and second Samuel, first and second Kings, first and second Chronicle, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel. Did I miss one? You did. What did I miss? Isaiah Isaiah, Isaiah Jeremiah the, Lamentations like Ezekiel. Prophet. Okay, can you keep going? I uh, boy, maybe. Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum. Habakkuk. and those these are the unpopular books too. I think I've pretty much run that one. You got four one. left:
2: Zephaniah, uh, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. You skipped. Uh, you skipped over um, Daniel and Hosea.
0: Okay, that's okay. My bad. That's all right. I, we didn't recognize that at my church, dude. How about this: Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James. 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st and 2nd first, second and 3rd John, Jude, Revelation.
2: Very nice.
0: So I don't know. I don't know if that's going to do anything for me uh, when I get to the pearly gates. I can't believe you got that. I know. But maybe. Maybe God is listening right now. He's like, you know what? I'm going to forgive your 20s.
2: And then there's 15 books about the apocalypse, too.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, that, that sounds like propaganda to me. <laughs> that sounds like straight propaganda. <laughs> Why do we clink our glasses and say cheers? Sometimes Kelly finds
3: things interesting that no one else does. We mean absolutely no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now, there's a
0: couple of theories behind this, Chelsea. Mm. Big Ed just texted and He said, we clink our glasses to complete the fifth sense of sound. It should also be held in the left hand that's closer to the heart. Big Ed, that's one theory. Oh. I got a couple others for you. <laughs> so back in medieval times... They would clink glasses together because they believe that it would trick evil spirits into thinking that it was church bells. And so these evil spirits, upon hearing the glasses clink together, would not... Be a part of that scene anymore. They would leave the party.
2: How does the clinking of a glass sound? Anything like well, these bells are, going off?
0: This was medieval times. You gotta understand.
2: Oh yeah, they took a lot of jousting to the head. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> Another reason is because it was to avoid poisoning of your drink. What? Listen up, Chelsea. I got to. Uh, you're gonna learn something today. Mm. So when they would clink their glasses together, all their drinks would spill into the other drinks. And so, if you were going to poison somebody, <laughs> you better be careful because some of that poison may end up in your drink. So they would clink the glasses together and spill everybody's drink into each other's because that's how you used to take people Whoa. out back in the day. You put a little poison in their champagne. See,
2: I'm I'm a careful clinker. I don't want to do that. But from now on, I'm going to go full send. Right. I'm going to be that Just one. Shattering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now we're all. No, Thanks, oh, Chels. Gosh. <laughs>
0: Now, why do we say cheers? Well, it comes from the French word, chair, which originally meant face or head. Later in the 18th century, it became gladness. Thus, today, we say cheers. Cheers. Right. Slanty. Now, I know something I learned when I lived in Texas for a little while. Well almost 20 years, but when you take a shot, before you take a shot, you slam it on the counter. Yeah. So you pour it, slam it on the counter, then you take it, and they <laughs> said that was to get any evil spirits off the shot get the before, poison you, out and before you drink it, yeah.
2: Or if you didn't want to take a shot, I suppose you could slam it so hard that it all splashed out, and you're like, boom, yep. dunsky. Well,
0: that's alcohol abuse.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Then
0: just get a shot of water. <laughs> Don't waste alcohol. <laughs>
2: that's fair. I, love I used that to do Coyote that all Yogi. the time.
0: I used to do that all the time because they would people would buy me rumplements like it was going out of oh style, my gosh. and I was good for maybe three, and then after that it was like I tell the bartenders just give me water. Well, who's buying have to carry me of out these here.
2: shots of rumplements Isn't that like mouthwash? Well,
0: it's a hundred proof schnapps. I mean, it's a it's a serious hey. shot. It ain't no it ain't for no wimps, hey. man. That's for dang sure. So people would buy, and they people knew I liked rumplements. so I was the DJ, and they would bring me rumplements.
2: I knew a guy who liked rumplements. He used to carry it in his coat pocket to church. Don't be that guy, Kelly. Wow. Yep. Just yeah, that's, saying. See, Why? now that's
0: a problem. I was doing shots of water. That guy, <laughs> that guy can't even go one hour on a Sunday morning without a shot of rumplements.
2: He missed the memo.
0: Jeez. All right, clink your glasses. My dad used to go to church hungover, but I don't think he ever got drunk mm. at church. Mm. That's, a, that's some next level dedication right there. <laughs> Now, maybe you didn't find this one interesting. That's okay. Maybe you're like Big Ed and you don't even believe me that this is the truth, but I do because I do a lot of research on these before I bring them to the air. (laughs) As you can tell by how many times I've gotten them wrong, but I don't care if you don't like it. It doesn't matter to me. It's not my job to make sure that you like everything that happens. Life just doesn't work that way for everyone, but I liked it and it's okay because sometimes (laughs) you're listening to the Kelly Jordan show. (laughs) This is an amazing bus driver right here. Still got to make a new intro for uh, Happy Hour, but I'm I'm on it. I'm on it. So this is in Jefferson County, and there's a school bus driver. His name is Larry Farish. We'll just refer to him as Larry for me or not. Now, he greets the kids every morning with jokes, rock, paper, scissors, Whatever it is, he just wants to put a smile on their face. And he said one of his favorite kids, name is Levi. And Levi, when he sees the bus coming every morning on the bus stop, always looks at Larry and gives him a gigantic grin. So when Larry was pulling up today and he saw Levi sitting there with his head hanging low, he didn't understand why. So he pulled up to the bus stop and Levi just got on the bus and went and sat in his seat. And Larry said, well, something's not right with this child right now. Normally, he's one of my happiest students sitting up front. Talking to me the whole way. Well, Larry found out it was PJ day at school, and Levi didn't have any PJs that he felt were fitting to wear to school because they all have holes in them and so on. Yeah. So Larry said, well, we can't have this. (laughs) So Larry does his entire route, decides to run to the store afterwards, buys Levi a pair of pajamas, and delivers them to the school. Are
2: you serious?
0: Now, they asked Larry, like, why would you do this for a kid that's not your own kid? He said, that's where you guys are wrong. They do become my kids yeah. when, as soon as they leave their parents. He said, I make sure they get to school and home safe, and these kids mean a lot to me. And when I saw Levi sitting there, I knew that I could not send him to school That's sad. So I went and got him some PJs.
2: That is the sweetest thing.
0: And Levi's parents said they just can't believe that a school bus driver would do this for their child. And other parents have been pouring out. They wanted to start a GoFundMe for him. He said, please don't do that. He said, if you want to donate money, donate it to a good cause. He said, I have a good job. I'm fine. If you want to donate something, Larry said, find a charity in the area and donate it so little kids like Levi don't ever have to not participate in PJ Day.
2: What an angel. We had a really good bus driver, Dale. And when he passed away, He had over 300 people at his funeral and they're all the kids riding his bus. I'm telling you,
0: that's crazy.
2: They can make a huge difference in a kid's life.
0: I don't I I mean, I don't really remember any of my bus drivers back in the day, but it's just it's cool to see that someone takes that job so seriously and so much to heart and is looking. Yeah. And is looking out for the kids and knew right when he saw Levi that something was wrong. He said bus driving is a passion for him. He he loves it. That's cool. And clearly he does. You don't just do something like this if you don't love it. Right. And that's why we do these stories every single day, because people like Larry need a spotlight shown on them, because if you turn on the news, you ain't going to see this story. You're going to hear how we all hate each other, and this person hates that person, and your neighbor hates you. But you know what? It's not true. And that's why we do Happy Hour every single day, thanks to Audio Video Extreme. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our very first break of the day that we tack on the end of the podcast. Uh, we talked about my son uh, being in his play and making some friends over the weekend, which I thought was awesome. Yes, and your photo shoot with your pups. That's right. She is now Instagram famous. Kevin. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that. I, I'm, I scrolled through my phone. I found one picture of me and my dog. It's from like ten years <laughs> <So> ago. Sad. <laughs> I think it's over when we got them from the Humane Society. Oh. Anyway, it's our bonus track. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Huh? Man, I got a little something going on in my chest today. I don't know what it is, man. I'm a little. Is it feelings? A little bit on the <laughs> raspy side. Nah, my feelings are out there in the. My feelings are on my sleeve. But man, I got something going on out of my chest. It is hard to talk today.
2: There is garbage going around.
0: It is, right? And plus I was Hot around garbage. I was around hundreds and hundreds of people over the weekend oh. for my son's play. So I don't know either they gave me something or I gave them something or whatever, but Rose Scooby. Yeah, it was uh it was a wild scene, but six plays of finding Nemo Jr. done. You make it to all of them? All of them. And I You're batting a thousand. I cried yesterday because so the 8th 8th graders So when you're in the 8th grade, you age out of this particular theater program, right? because you're going to be a high schooler. So they let the the 8th graders give a little speech as they leave. Get out! I'm going to cry now saying this. (laughs) One of the kids was like, and I want to thank Vincent. That's my son, you know? He's like, I want to thank Vincent for always making us laugh every day and for always having his lines memorized and being such a fun kid to be around. I was like, tear down the cheek.
2: Isn't that such a proud moment?
0: It is. Well, the other thing is is like my kid does my son doesn't really have any friends at his middle school. So this was so cool to know that he went in this theater production, made some friends. Yeah. They were playing Fortnite last night after the yeah. thing. So I was like, that was cool. And uh it was an awesome weekend, but an exhausting weekend.
2: Yeah, for sure. Because it
0: was back and forth to the to the theater I don't know six times, obviously. <laughs> <That's hot. laughs> but anyway, yeah, so weekend done, play weekend done. I'm always sad when this weekend's over because I look forward to it. All year long, so.
2: and and did you stick around and volunteer to tear down the set? I did
0: not. <laughs> I wasn't gonna get drill. I wasn't gonna get drill shamed again. Shame. Yeah, because I haven't bought a new drill since last year. So what do I, you
2: have it's a Tamagotchi. a Ryobi? It? Yeah, that.
0: And I got drill shamed last year because my drill was so old. I was so you know what they lost my help. I don't even have a drill. They uh, they I, they they had to do it without the kid, <laughs> which is probably why it got done so quick. Way to go, Vinny! They didn't have to wait for my drill to. <laughs> 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 10 years later. How was your weekend?
2: It was so good. Anything was, cool happened? It was just really chill. Uh, yeah, I had a photo shoot with my Dalmatian. Oh,
0: I saw your reel, yeah. Heck
2: yes. Yeah. So my dog, she's beautiful. I love her. She's my rescue baby. And uh, one of my favorite stores downtown had this coat that matched her. And I know it sounds kind of Corella de Villi, but it was so soft. And they're like, why don't you bring your dog in and let's do a photo shoot? And I was like, okay. And I left her in the car, bought the coat. And they're like, no, 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 bring her in the store. I'm like, do you know what you're asking? Now, Daisy isn't the problem. Her sister Delilah is. She's a terror. She's got some terrier in her blood. She's a dog, too, by the way, for the people who don't know what's going on. And that was insane and psychotic. So I got tangled up in all the leashes. It was kind of nuts. Delilah was barking at everybody. Daisy was perfect. But we got the pictures, and then Daisy decided to mark her territory as we were leaving. Right there in the corner.
0: You did a photo shoot with your dog. Sure did. Oof! Our lives could not be more different. It
2: looked fabulous.
0: I could not be more different oh, than you. Oh, I
2: played with some goats last night. I don't
0: even know if I have a picture of my dog anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, one time he was laying kind of funny in his bed, and I snapped a picture of him. That might be the only photo evidence it's that I even have. A,
2: something inappropriate.
0: Too. <laughs> it's, it might be the only photo evidence that I own a canine.
2: But it's so funny because there's some pictures with her. She's looking kind of grumpy, and then a stranger told her how pretty she looked, and she burst into this smile, and that's the picture. All right. She knows it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't imagine spending my afternoon like, I'm going to go get photos with my dog. It was a morning. Uh, either or. It was good. I can't imagine spending t- 10 minutes doing that. We
2: turned heads, man. Med- I bet you it was did. probably her doing her business on the corner, but you know what? Hey, whatever. All
0: we'll right. Should we do some history, Chelsea? Let's go. Wow. Whoops. That's not what I wanted to play. Dang it, Kelly. See, off to a bad start this morning.
2: We well, got like 900
0: buttons over there. Let's do, how about we hit this one instead? What? It was on this day, all the way back in 1968, if you can believe that.
3: When people let you know that they're glad you're the way you are, doesn't that give you a beautiful feeling inside yourself? Ah, uh, Mister Rogers, Mr. the
0: very Rogers. the very first episode of Mister Rogers was broadcast nationwide on this day in 1968. What a hell of a run that guy had.
2: He fought for free public television. Yep, and the messages that he portrayed during that. I mean, he was ahead of his time.
0: Well, the thing is, you, you don't have kids, so you probably haven't watched kids PBS in a long time, or PBS kids in a long time. I got my
2: niece and nephew. Yeah, we watch okay. a little. yeah
0: it's, it's nothing like Mr. Rogers no. anymore. No. No, 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 Now it's just all these loud It's it, they have like six episodes, they keep running in the same show all the time.
2: Oh, oh it's uh. bad
0: news. So yeah, PBS is definitely not what it used to be. Bring him back. It was on this day in 2004. I never knew this happened. I only put this on here because it was hilarious to me. i Down, down, down. Johnny Cash's family on this day in 2004 blocked an attempt by advertisers to use Ring of Fire to promote hemorrhoid relief products. Oh I man. didn't know that I didn't know that, that ever happened. That's hilarious. Thing. I blocked that too. Roseanne Cash said the family would never allow the song to be demeaned like that. Wait
2: a minute, I, but how much money are we talking?
0: It doesn't matter. you you're talking about ruining the legacy of a phenomenal <laughs> song. And Ring of Fire is just disgusting. Well, now, right?
2: you've, now you've ruined
0: it for me. Like, I would never buy that product if it was talking about Ring of Fire. <laughs> Holy moly! What a. Uh, there was probably some high fives in the advertising room when they came up with that concept. Like,
2: no, you don't want to promote the product that it encourages.
0: That that is just disgusting. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was on this day, Chelsea, all the way back in 2010. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Tiger Woods publicly apologized for all his cheating scandals.
2: All 52 of them. Which I'm
0: like, dude, you don't got to apologize to me. I don't care. Keep swinging them. <laughs> well, <laughs> apologize to your wife, dude. I don't care what you do in your private life. Well,
2: here's the thing. Everybody's looking up to him. The kids are looking up to him. They want to be well, that's you know, the too. Tiger Woods. You know, yeah. And he's just, ick.
0: Yeah, I, that, it was gross. I'm, I'll give you that one. But you don't owe me an apology. I couldn't care less. You're not paying my rent. I don't care what you do. A fair point. <laughs> so go on, let your freak ring light. of fire. Wow. Boy, he just yeah, he turned out to be just not the uh, not the guy everybody thought he was. I
2: think he's he's turning a corner. Maybe, Maybe. I don't
0: know. I don't I don't follow sports. <laughs> so I have no idea. Does he still play? Even I don't even know. He
2: does. He played in a tournament against his son, and his son was talking smack about his dad. Oh, cool. Oh,
0: that was kind of funny. See karma. The student kills the teacher. <laughs> hey. All right, celebrating some birthdays today. Turn uh, this one. <laughs> Star of Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown. It's her birthday today. Yeah. Golly, she has grown up on camera. Stranger Things is one of those shows. I loved the first season. Yeah. Loved the second season, but then there was such a long break between the seasons. I just kind of lost interest in See, it. See,
2: that's why I wait a couple of years until they're all on Netflix. That's a smart thing just to do, yeah. Watchmen one week.
0: Smart. I'm gonna do You know how old she is, gosh,
2: though? Gosh, I'm going to say, what, I don't know, 26.
0: Oh, you're a little bit high on that one. <clears throat> She's the ripe old age of 20 today. Oh,
2: 20. That yeah. was way off. Yeah,
0: you're way off. She's she, just a
2: baby. But remember, they had to change up with filming because these actors were getting older and older yeah. and they're supposed to be little kids. Right, yeah. yeah. You could get away with that in the 80s and 90s movies, but right.
0: No. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today. You know, Lloyd,
3: just <laughs> when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this
0: and totally redeem yourself! <laughs> Jeff Daniels. Of course he's had other movie roles, but
2: <laughs> Uncle Joey. But if uh, you uh,
0: if you remember... From Dumb and Dumber, Jeff Daniels.
2: I adore him. Do
0: you know how old he I, is?
2: I adore him. I'm gonna go with uh, 54.
0: <laughs> He's 69 today. You Woof. are. A, I, I can't I be honest with you. Woof. You are a terrible guess of age.
2: Maybe I'm just still stuck in one. It could be back in the past. It could,
0: very well could. <laughs> <laughs> you're guessing Millie Bobby Brown at dang near 30. <laughs> Jeff Daniels, you got him in his 40s still. <laughs> It's a wild scene working Woo! with you. It is I was, a wild I was gonna, scene. I was going
2: on Friday. Whatever.
0: You were. You hit a couple right on the nose on Friday.
2: Yeah, it's like my golf game. I'm either right on or way off.
0: On Friday, you totally redeemed yourself. <laughs>